0: This is an Equity Bates Media podcast.
1: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash qqq.
0: Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors Inc. <laughs> when
2: well, I met you in
0: the I will say this about investing: everything you do is cumulative. What I
1: learned
2: at twenty is welcome to the Equity Mate Summer Series, proudly brought to you by Sharesies. Over twelve episodes, we're deep diving into some of the most exciting, interesting, and well known companies from Australia and the US. Each episode, we're also joined by an expert to help us unpack the key metrics, the bull case, and the bear case for each company. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going?
1: I'm very good, Bryce. Better than you at the moment. I am excited for this episode. I'm excited to talk about this company that perhaps doesn't get the excitement that many of its uh, internet first-generation peers get. We'll get to that. But first of all, uh, for the third Christmas in a row, it's not the Grinch ruining Christmas, it's COVID ruining your Christmas.
2: I know, it's unbelievable. We've got a few episodes to go recording uh, summer series. Christmas is just around the corner and I've been busted with COVID again, third year in a row. But uh,
1: The confusing thing for people listening is that the order in which we've recorded these summer series episodes isn't the order in which we release them. So you might be perfectly fine and chipper next episode.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, that that, i are really just going to keep
1: people on their toes But yes That's it. In 2020 it was the Strawberry Hills Hotel In 2021 yes. It was your engagement party yes. In 2022 Cause Who knows? undefined Outcome Who
2: knows? the same Uh, The Mates Summer Series is proudly supported by Sharesies. The Sharesies platform was awarded a 2022 CanStar Innovation Excellence Award, with the judges saying the platform is, quote, unique with a significant wow factor as it reduces barriers to entry for new investors. And the second reason is that the platform is easy and approachable, especially with the auto-invest feature where you can now truly execute dollar cost averaging into Australian, US, and New Zealand markets. You can now download the Sharesies app or visit sharesies.com.au to learn more. And if you'd like $10 in your account to get started, use promo code GROW when you sign up. Promotion T's and C's apply. As always, the content train continues and we are super excited as uh, we're getting towards the end of the summer series recording and we've had some awesome uh, companies and experts joining us. And today is no different. We are deep diving into car sales, carsales.com. And uh, we're very fortunate to also be joined by a returning expert, Elise Kennedy, who is Vice President of Research and Head of Technology Research at Jarden. So she'll be joining us in the second half of this episode to unpack key metrics, bull case and bear case for car sales. But Ren, as always, let's kick it off with, in one sentence, what is car sales?
1: An online marketplace for secondhand cars, bikes and boats.
2: Love it. Super simple business. And uh, one that you'll you'll hear in more detail when we speak to Elise, but one that is absolutely dominating the market here in Australia. So founded in 1997 and listed in 2009. Uh, as I said, it's uh, an Australian company, but uh, has expanded its operations around the world now, Chile, Mexico, Brazil, South Korea, Argentina, Thailand, Malaysia, and Indonesia, and uh, most recently brought bought uh, Trader Interactive, which is its big foray and push into the US, which Ren, we know if that can come off and as as uh, Elise discussed in the bull case is is massive if they can hit that US market.
1: Yeah. So but like when we're talking about the history of a company like car sales, it is you you group it with REA Group, which is realestrate.com.au and Uh, seek so rea group was founded in 95 seek was founded in 97 and car sales was founded in 97 and if we think about that moment in time that was the first dot-com boom and you know malcolm according to tony abbott malcolm turnbull was bringing the internet to australia um when he founded uh or co-founded aussie mail but you have this technology boom happening in the u.s and uh we we have something on a smaller scale but you know, similarly transformative happening in Australia. And those three companies, Seek REA Group and Car Sales, have really become dominant franchises in their respective verticals, buying houses, buying cars, buying a career. Yes. <laughs> getting getting a job. <laughs> and I think I think what all those three businesses really did was disrupt Rupert Murdoch's rivers of gold. People talk about how Facebook and Google killed print journalism, but it wasn't those two. It was companies like this that disrupted the news business model and brought it online and took that revenue for themselves. So in the same way that REA is dominant in housing, actually car sales is more dominant in cars than REA is in housing. I don't know what the market share is for Sake, but I imagine they're pretty dominant as well. But that's how you've got to think about these businesses. And it's not just how they were founded and you know their business models and stuff like that, but it's also what they're doing today and really what they've been doing in the last decade, which is try and extend their dominance in Australia overseas. And all three of those businesses, as well as some newer dominant Australian businesses like Airtasker, have had, I guess we could say mixed success pushing overseas, but they all have this like rock solid, market share dominant position in Australia as the sort of bedrock of their business?
2: And the question's always the same, really. We uh, throw to an episode that we did in the last summer series on REA Group with their CEO, Owen Wilson, at the time, fortunate enough to get him on. And and he was talking about their expansion into the US. And you think about a bull case, and the story's the same. Dominant market share here in Australia. So how far can they push their are overseas, overseas businesses and really that's what goes into building bull cases for these. And then similarly the bear case is, well, If that doesn't eventuate, how big do they really get?
1: To be clear, Owen Wilson is still the CEO of REA Group.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say?
1: You said, oh, you just said the CEO at the time. Oh, well. Which is factually true. He (laughs) was the CEO at the time. But if any REA shareholders were desperately Googling (laughs) what's going on, still the (laughs) CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time and at this time and hopefully in future times. (laughs) When you're listening to
2: this. (laughs) So the company today, the, obviously the main part of the business is the sales.com business, but then they do have a number of, I guess, acquisitions that they've made getting into newer markets overseas. So they have a data services business um, with operations here in Australia, New Zealand, China, Thailand, and Malaysia called Redbook. But then other businesses uh, around, around the world, Web Motors is in Brazil, NCAR is their South Korean business, Chile Autos is in Chile. <laughs> Solo Autos in Mexico and Trader Interactive is their big one in, in the US. Some great names there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So if you think about a business like car sales, so this stat blew our mind 6.7 times more web traffic than their nearest competitor in Australia. So almost seven, call it seven times the amount of web traffic. So for every seven website hits to carsales.com.au, one is going to Bryce. What's the second player in this market? Good question. Case in point right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gumtree?
1: I actually don't know either, Bryce, but I think it might be – it could be Cars Guide or Auto Trader. But I think that is the point. If you're a car dealer and you're falling out with car sales, you've, uh, you've really got to suck it up because that's where you've got to play. And so with that dominance, they now have two things that they're trying to do. The first we've mentioned is push overseas. So replicate this uh, business model overseas and move the pretty offline process of buying and selling secondhand cars online, move it online. And then the second thing they're trying to do is increase their ARPU. That's the, uh, that's the classic software metric, but average revenue per user they want to figure out ways to do that. And that might be cross-selling with dealers. So, uh, you know, selling them data and uh, different advertising packages and stuff like that. But it's also like, how can they get more money out of consumers? And that's where they're introducing products like Instant Buy, where you can actually instantly sell your car to car sales. And they don't actually, I don't think they put it on their balance sheet. I think they just have a network of dealers that they have deals with and... I imagine the economics of that is you do an instant buy and car sales not lowball you but maybe don't give you the full amount mm. and so you take less to sell it quicker. And so that that's the name of the game for all of these businesses. Seek, REA, Airtasker, car sales. How do you increase revenue per user and then how do you break out of Australia?
2: And you'll, you'll hear from Elise but she did mention that because they have such... Competitive advantage and such dominance of their market, they can raise prices when they want to, and really the impact on on that is is quite insignificant because they're just so dominant that they 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 have pretty significant pricing power. So mm. just to put some other numbers to it, Ren, you you mentioned they're six point seven or seven times larger than their nearest competitor. Uh, incredible traffic as well. Similar story to REA Group, but they're getting forty six million unique audience hit their websites per month. You know, that's incredible. They had 19 billion page views through FY22. It's it's a phenomenally large business. Two point one million vehicles listed. Now I had a look at Gumtree Ren and they had 112,000, So
1: Okay. And to, to be <laughs> fair, to be fair, these I these would have to be Global Global.
2: numbers, not Australian numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, 1.3 billion sessions on their website throughout the year on their marketplace. So incredibly large numbers. And, uh, yeah, absolute dominance. Love to see it here in Australia. Let's have a look at some of the other key numbers financially. So market cap of $8 billion. They are down 11%. So have underperformed the ASX this year, but probably been caught up in the the tech side of um, the sell-off. But they are up 59% in the past five years. Revenue of five hundred nine million dollars five years ago. That was three hundred and seventy two million. So up thirty percent over the thirty seven percent over the past five years. And revenue up nineteen percent last year, which coming out of COVID uh, is a pretty pretty impressive result. Uh, and they are profitable. Ren. so, despite being tech company, they are profitable. One hundred sixty one million dollars in profit, up from one hundred nine million five years ago. So forty eight percent growth in profit over the past five years. But uh, revenue was up 19% last year, but profit was up 23%. So also not a bad result.
1: Can I have one small gripe with this company? Yeah. They actually call themselves carsales.com. Like that's the company name, but they don't use that URL. If you go to carsales.com, it redirects to carsales.com.au. But obviously if they put .au in the business name, it would feel too Australian to Australian investors. So they have called themselves carsales.com.
2: Yeah, and but interestingly, in all their logos, it's just car sales.
1: Yeah, for me, it feels like just call yourself car sales.
2: Yeah, they need to go to a branding agency. I mean,
1: they <laughs> were started in 97 and in 97, in like the late 90s, if you put .com in your Dot, name, yeah, you got a big yeah. valuation bump. But guys, yeah. it's twenty, it's 2022. <laughs> Put a, lowercase, put a lowercase i at the front of your name.
2: <laughs> it was like in uh, 2001, 2002, no, sorry, 2020, companies that put Web3 or crypto in there. True, true, true. They were just getting No, well, yeah, multiples.
1: so we had .com. Then we had the, <laughs> when we had a, a lowercase e, you yes. know, like e-car <laughs> yeah, sales yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And then when um, when the iPod got launched and then the iPhone, they had, nice. lo- they had small i. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, iCar sales. <laughs> sales. And then then we had 2.0. Do you remember that was a thing for a while? Yes. Car Sales 2.0. <laughs> 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 to be clear, this wasn't their name. We're just using no, it as an no, example. No. And then yeah, you're right. <laughs> then like um, Blockchain Corporation or like token Anyway, I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, so uh, talk to me about the market and where car sales sees its future. Well, car
2: sales really sees its future, and as we said at the top, in expanding overseas and uh, growing market share overseas. If they can really crack that US market, then then they have a, a real opportunity to, to expand what they're doing here in Australia. It really is just... A, around international expansion.
1: I think the key thing to understand before we go to a lease is that car sales, similar to REA Group, isn't trying to disintermediate the dealer. They work with the dealer in the same way that realestate.com.au works with the agent. And in many ways, the dealer is their key customer and it's often the dealer that they make more money from. The key metric to look at for a company like car sales and a company like REA Group is... How are they helping that key customer? Because, you know, they can have 2 billion website hits a month. month. REA Group can be the number one visited real estate platform. And that, that's great. And that does, But it's like how does that translate to better profit margins for real estate agents and car dealerships? And that's the question. They have this metric in their most recent investor deck. Uh, dealer profit margins are high gross profit per used car in 2016, it was $2,100 and that slowly crept up. But 2021, just because of the used car market in the middle of COVID, it was over $3,000 a car uh, per used car. And so I think that's that's car sales value proposition to dealers. If they can improve their gross profit by getting them you know, quicker turnover by getting sourcing them better cars, whatever it is, um, giving them access to a bigger potential group of buyers. If you're going to invest in car sales or if you're going to make a bear case for car sales, it's how do they interact with a dealer? The big question is over time, can they replace a dealer?
2: Yeah, you're right, Ren, And I think uh, we may hear some thoughts on that from Elise, but I don't see why not really. That's at some point in
1: time. My only question is... Uh, how the market would function, like market liquidity. I feel like dealers play a really important role in getting inventory, like like being a buyer and seller of not of last resort, but just like keeping a market liquid. Mm. Because mm. what you can't have is you cut the car sales, can't have you cut the dealer out and then all of a sudden no one wants to buy half the cars on their platform because if a car market dries up, all of a sudden would be sellers who would become would-be buyers all of a sudden aren't buying and there's like a ripple effect.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Ren. Well, car sales is listed on the ASX. The ticker is car, C-A-R. You can access the Australian stock market plus the US and New Zealand markets on the Sharesies platform with no investment minimum. Use promo code GROW when you sign up to the Sharesies platform for $10 in your account, ready to invest This is not product advice. Uh, Make sure you do your own research, promo, T's and C's apply. Now we're going to take a very quick break and we will be right back with Elise Kennedy to discuss where to for car sales from here and what could go wrong if it didn't pan out for car sales. So uh, we'll pick it up straight after this break. We are excited to welcome returning guest to Equity Mates, Elise Kennedy, to uh, help us talk through all things car sales. So, firstly, Elise, welcome.
0: Thank you for having me.
2: So Elise is Vice President of Research and Head of Technology Research at Jarden and covers car sales. So we're super pumped to get stuck in.
1: Yeah. So Elise, we've had a look at car sales as a company, but now we really want to turn to it as an investment. And we want to start with how you would go about analyzing a company like this. What metrics matter? What are you really looking at? And then are there any that you might hear discussed that you don't think really matter at all?
0: I think the starting point is really around volumes and pricing and what we're seeing in the new and used car market, sometimes it's harder to get data around the use that we tend to track the new, which tends to be relatively closely related and that really pushes through the volumes that go through and form the revenue line. The second on the pricing is the ability to put through pricing. Now, you don't just think about what price increase if they put through to used or new cars. It's also about the ability to get pricing perhaps in some of the other forms. So are they looking at other ancillary products like financing or an instant offer? You may have seen that where you can sell your car directly. Uh, Is that going to be able to generate more profitability, for example, instant offer is around a yield of three to four times that's another metric within that that we look at and then most importantly is are they going to make money off that so right now in this environment with tech stocks free cash flow is really important so you want to see how and what EBITDA that drops through at. So for example, in Australia, you want to be generating really strong margins and returns and any of the new incremental products, you don't want to be spending over and above on that. You want to be able to keep growing that margin. And similar with a US business, are they going to continue that margin expansion in along with investing and growing that business?
2: We'd like to turn to the bull case now. And usually we ask, uh, you know, how do these businesses build a sustainable competitive advantage but car sales have about what is it seven times market share of their closest competitor in australia or thereabouts so i think we can tick the box that they've built a pretty large sustainable competitive advantage i guess the question is what what where to from here for car sales what how do they maintain their competitive advantage what what are you looking for this company for a for a bull case
0: That's a great question. So there's a few different parts that we can look at within the business. So I'm going to separate it firstly from what more can they do in Australia and then look at some of the international markets, namely trader interactors, probably the biggest delta for them, but also South Korea is also another large opportunity. And then if you really wanted to get your full bull case, then Latin America. But I think that is really, you know, 20-year. We might even not be around for that. So (laughs) (laughs) start with the main thing right in front of us around, you know, the Australian environment, because it's a relatively mature market. They've done so well. They own the market here. It's like a necessary evil. uh, When we talk to any of the real estate dealers in arm of our industry briefings, they say, you know, they keep on putting price increases, but there's no other option. So I think from a competitive standpoint, we've had so many disruptors come here in Australia, from Gumtree to Cars24 to a few of the others. And I think for us, The main thing is not are they going to have a competitor, but what more can they get from the market here? So in your bull case scenario, they continue to come through with higher depth, higher pricing product that creates a greater pool. Because with a car dealer, the profitability margin is where they're taking their dollars from. So that can compare differently to, say, a real estate agent where they're taking it from a vendor. They're taking straight from the gross profit of a car dealer. Now, a car dealer historically made around $1,800 um, in Australia, each car, it's moved up to just over $2,000. Um, and so for them it's like well how can i create efficiencies for that car dealer where they maybe make you know three three grand from that car sale but i can still take maybe another hundred bucks or from that because that keeps on increasing their price so that scenario is as i've mentioned previously what new products are coming through what more can they get so there's dealer select where a car dealer um, can go and find some alternative options to sell um, that car and make a better profit there's instant offer as i mentioned there's all these other things that I would have no idea strategically how to do because that's their expertise. But from my side, we want to see the numbers on it. And that would be a bull case scenario where they keep on coming through with greater products in there and across other categories of boats, cars, caravans, some of the other things that we probably don't appreciate this business for. That's Australia. So keep that dominant position, create new products to keep growing the volumes as well as the price. But the price is probably going to be the bigger lever because volumes are largely captured. So let's turn over to international markets and let's start with Trader Interactive. So over there right now, they've got market share really strong within the RVs. But the other categories of where their opportunity exists to keep on market share, become getting a higher percentage in them. So, what we want to see from that as well is around the ability to keep driving price along with the volume because they've got a lot more to go within the category and market share gains, but also creating some of the products which they've got here. So, all those things that I said in Australia, you want to create that same playbook over there. That's probably not fully captured in where the share price is today. South Korea, it's a bit of a different market as to where and how they sell products there. So it's more of what they call a guaranteed market. So they kind of have somebody come in say, this car looks really good. Um, I therefore feel comfortable to go and buy it. They're rolling that out across different stores and regions over there, but it's accelerating that and then being able to have that dominant position in that market to be able to keep pushing that price lever. So it's a combination of two factors there. And then, as I said, if we ever see Latin America go exceptionally well, that would just be an added delta because obviously that's an exceptionally large market, but has some of the challenges in changing and capturing market They've got a good market share, but,
1: you know, really putting the price lever. Now, Elise, uh, we were talking before the break about the number of Australian tech companies, especially some of those, I guess, now we say older tech companies are really pushing overseas. You've got REA Group, you've got Seek, uh, you've got Airtasker, you've uh, got car sales. They're all, uh, they've got dominant Australian positions and they're trying to figure out uh, where they can replicate that overseas. How would you rank car sales against some of those other Australian uh, tech companies in their efforts to push overseas?
0: It's really mixed. You know, Latin America, it's been there a very long time. Can't really give it much credit there, as I mentioned. Um, South Korea, done very well. But it's a different market, as I mentioned. You can't use the exact same playbook as you do in Australia. Trader, Active, Trader Interactive is going to be a real test as to how well they're going to be able to replicate. And there's very early signs. They really only integrated this in September of this year. But the early signs around being able to put through price increases of at least 7% except for trucks, that's a harder category, Um already starting to roll out a new type of leads product or crm system which is another hundred dollars you opt out of that but that again can get you a yield over ten percent as i mentioned that price lever is a huge thing being able to start doing beta testing of media it all kind of points towards maybe, yeah, they are going to show their footprint versus some of the other companies, um, but I think it's still really to be told and to be seen yet.
2: So let's turn to the bear case, Elise. What, what are you most concerned about when you're thinking about car sales and looking at it from an investment opportunity given the ambitions that it has to get overseas?
0: Well, I've got the bear case scenario in the market. I'm one of the few people who has an underweight on this stock okay. and you know me well enough with all my tech stocks that that's rare, <laughs> <laughs> so I do take a risk. Re- <laughs> for their view. But here's the scenario which I um find still struggling to get conviction. If you go and you look at the cars market over in the US, as I mentioned, volumes is a huge component. We've just gone through this period of all of us getting an extra car through COVID, having the finances to be able to go and deliver that. Sure, the new cars market was challenged in terms of volumes and getting that to come through, but that pushed towards the used car market, which they actually get better returns and better yield on and better profitability. This is the Australian market, as I said, which is still one of the key things in the scenario um, of valuation of this name. So for us, I think looking forward, you've got a softer macro backdrop because the wealth effect, the biggest category that's impacted from that is around the car's. Um, and those types of um, areas, if you're thinking about what's happening with houses, interest rates, inflation, wages, if we get recession coming through, that's the category that's going to get hit hardest. Now, the argument that historically has been put forward by car sales is that that'll push more flow into the used car market. But if we've just had a really good, strong used car market, how much more volume can you go and get there? And they make their money predominantly from yeah, putting it up online or in the dealer side from leads. So that's a more demand driven. So if we're not there jumping online and looking at that longer term, my question, how are you going to be able to sustain these historically high volumes? That's in the Australian business, but that playbook can be put everywhere else. So again, if you go to the US, it seems contradictory for me to be able to see all these other downgrades, um, if you like it look at um, yeah, com or Cars Guru or Cars 24 over in the US, a lot of them have re- had real strong challenges um, because of the volumes that are not in that market. And you can't put through pricing increases if your volumes are um, at all-time lows. And I think it's hard as well to take up some of those new products if um, you and I are economically just trying to keep the lights on. Are you really going to go and say, oh, let's go and choose some new media product? Or that's where for me, I feel it's too early. I think about the next six months. I'm probably going to be wrong, but there onwards, I think on a 12 longer term view, I think there could be risk to the downside. So that's that's my bear scenario.
1: Elise, we we like to finish uh, these interviews by talking about the longer term view, uh, but I, I just want to I want to um, think longer term and think about the bear case for a second before we talk about what the company sees their long term future at. Because w- when I think about the car market. For me, it seems like one of the markets that's in the biggest state of flux. We've got, you know, the transition from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles. We've got questions around what the future sales pipeline looks like. You know, do we see the dealership model disrupted? And do we see car companies selling directly to consumers Uh, like Tesla is trying to sort of pioneer and then there's all these questions about you know the, the life of a car will be longer if it's an electric vehicle because there won't be as many moving parts and the engine won't be breaking down. It just feels like it's it's a world that's in a state of flux. And when we were researching uh, car sales, we didn't see a lot of commentary about how those like bigger macro trends will affect their business. When, when you speak to the company or analysts in the industry, is there any talk about how what's going on in the, the broader car market will affect car sales?
0: It's a... Great question. And one that I think we should really be talking about more often. And that's exactly, as you point out, electric vehicles and the targets that we have here in Australia and internationally to hit some of those, we're going to need to create and have a strong uptake of EVs. And what is the sales model? I know Tesla is always the car that comes to mind, but there's so many new EVs that are coming through. Now, investors are that are thinking longer term is exploring this but haven't come to conclusions as to what this is um, and what it's going to do. Now, when we do raise these questions with the company and we also speak with car dealers such as, say, Peter Warren or AP Eagers, some of them are thinking that they should be able to participate in this, assuming it's not direct to market because others are going to be selling their existing cars. It's just a cars in a different form. But I think the fact is we don't really necessarily know that because what happens if your car, because of the battery life, lasts, you know, eight years instead of, say, three years? Or you think, actually, because I don't need to regularly go and change my car. If it's just a shell and it's the system like your iPhone, it's not until you smash it and even then you'll probably not get a new one for a while if you're anything like me with a phone. Then it, uh, I think, is a key of we're probably not going to see as much of that volume go in and out. Um, so I think we're in the exploratory phases but year. If we are thinking long term, these are strategic challenges that are quite likely to come through. I don't think it's really at the forefront of some of the company's minds. I think it's stronger when we speak to some of the dealers that have car yards and how that's going to impact them. But the reason I think as well that we're not thinking about them because of the adoption like we've spoken about, you know, the, the catalyst to driving that. I think for us, you know, if you can't drive and you're in Australia from Sydney to Melbourne or I forget to plug my car in, and I think, oh, geez, now I can't go anywhere. I think until we come overcome, overcome some of those barriers, but it's the reason that perhaps we're not thinking about them.
2: Well, with that in mind, uh, let's turn to the longer term outlook for car sales. And and uh, if you think about its ambitions, global expansion, where do you expect uh, car sales to be in sort of 10 years, should it be able to execute on, on its plan?
0: So if they can execute their plan and assuming that they're able to play in that EV space to which they expect that they can, this business is probably gonna have will have more earnings globally than it will domestically. And that will predominantly come from the US and Trader Interactive, um, because Australia, as I mentioned, may be more challenged. And whether or not they make further acquisitions, if they can continue to spin off free cash flow, that would be the ideal playbook for them and everything that they do and trial and be able to generate in Australia. If you really want to think about a way that is always debated, can they disintimate the dealer themselves? Can they really start to just go direct to you and I, everything is done on the use car sales, do we really need to have a dealer? That's not necessarily the strategy that they want to Play out, but they are the ones that are in the position that if that is something that comes through and is an opportunity, then they're in the best position to be able to do that. So I think that um, for them, it's all about executing on offshore, still generating as much as they can here. And the delivery of that will be their longer term strategy.
2: Nice. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Elise. A uh, reminder uh, car sales is listed on the ASX. The ticker is a creative car, C A R. Nice that they got that one. <laughs> <laughs> but at uh, least we do appreciate your time as always thank you for uh joining us on equity mates for our for our summer series and uh we really do appreciate your time thank you very much thank you as
0: always for having me
2: and a massive thank you to sharesies for supporting the equity Mates summer series you can access the u.s stock market plus the australian and new zealand markets on the sharesies platform with no investment minimum you can use the promo code grow when you sign up to the sharesies platform for ten dollars in your account ready to in- invest promo T's and C's apply, but Ren, uh, we'll pick it up next week. Sounds good.
0: You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services License 540697.
2: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right.